Sunday Gravy. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is a podcast based on recent sermons of High Point Community Church, as well as anything else that just happens to be on our mind. If you would like to contact us, you'll find all of our information at highpointcommunitychurch.org or highpoint.community. And now on with the show. All right, welcome to Sunday Gravy. Today is Monday, August 22nd, 2022. It's 20, 08-22-22. Sorry, I thought that was going to be cooler than what it was. It's kind of a tongue twister, <laughs> yeah. So um, coming to you today to review the third part of our series complete during the month of fulfillment while we reflect on hope and uh, <laughs> taking shots right yeah, out of the Y'all game. are never going to let this down. Yeah. Uh, did y'all, y'all had a good, did y'all have a good weekend? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good weekend. What about you? Wonderful. Wonderful. Rained all weekend. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. I was going to cut my grass Saturday and it's too wet. Yeah. You, you, uh, you did that strategic thing. Like I always do. You held off on cutting your grass so that <laughs> knowing that the rain was coming. Yeah. Well, I actually did plan on doing it Saturday, Saturday morning and I walked out there and it was still wet because I think it had rained Friday night as well. So, yeah, but you knew it was coming. You knew the rain was coming. That's what, that's what I do. And I'm like, oh, babe, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to cut grass because it's (laughs) raining. (laughs) Well, normally, especially like when it's hot, like it is on this, you know, when it's anyways, mine's, mine's awful right now. It's like it's knee high. Seriously, yeah. Like if you walk through certain parts of my yard, you get attacked. You get attacked you, by. Killer you can get away with that because nobody can see your house from the street. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. If you drive down my driveway right now, yeah, it's <laughs> like, it's like on, you're on a safari. Yeah. The other day, it was like I pulled in the driveway and just randomly flipped open my phone and turned on, turned on Welcome to the Jungle and started dropping it through there because <laughs> <laughs> guns and roses. That's what it, but it's, it does. It feels like you're on a safari as you drive down my driveway. Mm. Anyway. It's a long driveway. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I thought yesterday was good. Uh, Joey, you had an idea that I thought was interesting, so I thought I'd go ahead and bring it up. Okay. Um, you had mentioned to me, I think it was last night, you said, I mean, wouldn't it be cool if we did a um, – if we did a regular standing segment on Sunday gravy, yeah, where you read a a news headline or mm-hmm. a current event, something that's happening, and then you get a um, a real um, a real reaction on the spot, something you haven't heard, right? I thought that was a pretty good idea, mm-hmm. and I thought immediately my brain starts going a million different directions on like, okay, what kind of crazy newslet headlines can I find, right? Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, so is this is this more like stump the pastor kind of? No, not is this stump. Be, like just get your just get my thoughts, your real reaction. Okay, your because say you know so that people would know you know what it would be like if if they were out to lunch with you and then all of a sudden this news headline came across the TV, you know, uh-huh. or whatever, uh-huh. 
or all of a sudden you got this news so they could hear uh, your response. And maybe we could do some serious stuff, but I thought it would be fun to start with something a little more ridiculous. But what can we call it? Hmm. I got a few name ideas. Okay. All right. They're really corny. But when I was looking them up, I was, you know, you get into looking for like catchy names for stuff Mm -hmm. and you start, um, you start, uh, using like the online thesaurus for synonyms. Like, okay, what also means this? So the first thing I, how often do you guys use a thesaurus? A lot. I do. I do a ton. I use one a lot because I want to find words that make me sound smarter that say the same thing. Yes. Not really. I was just kidding. Yeah, I, I remember using one last week. Do you? Yeah. For what? I can't. I want. To, it may have been sermon prep. I can't remember. Um, I don't. I really don't use one for like you know when I'm doing Bible study stuff. I use it for um, for like branding purposes. Oh sure. Or market. You know, for like you know. I'm always looking for like a word that starts with this letter, particular letter. So I need words that mean oh, yeah. this that start with W or you know Q. Q, yeah. <laughs> Those are few and far between. So, exactly. so what we're looking for is a real reaction. So I thought, well, what if we mm. called it that, real reactions? But then I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of mm. cheesy. You got an idea? No. <laughs> Matt's like, no, and I don't, like, I don't like this segment. And I don't I, like microphones <laughs> or buildings. <laughs> that's the look on his face. Real re- um, so <laughs> but he has his bass pro. Do you have an idea what to call it? I have not really honestly given it much thought okay. as far as I like, I, I, I felt like we needed to do a, a kind of a standing segment mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, it might be good that, you know, for people just kind of, okay, let's get, get in the mind of Joey Hill kind of thing. But, you know, it's just, I just want people to get to know me. Cause I think sometimes you come and hear, hear me on Sunday mornings. He's just the pastor guy on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or get to know the rest of us as well, man. Why oh, we yeah. be left out? We well, can get we can get Matt Ragsdale's genuine reaction. Well, I'm all about you. No. Don't want it. I I, agree. I I thought about that. What you're saying, and I said, okay, because real reactions. What if yeah. we called it genuine Joey? <laughs> Let's not. Or or here's my favorite candid clergy. <laughs> You know, but I looked it up on the thesaurus, and you know what? One of the ones for like, because uh, I was looking up authentic, like authentic reaction yeah. or real reaction. Yeah. And word authentic, and something came up, and I thought about somebody that you and I know, um, our <laughs> our friend, our our mutual friend, uh, Mister Chris McCoy. Okay. So one of the things on there was when I looked up authentic. Mm-hmm. One of the synonyms for authentic was real McCoy. And I was like, uh, Chris McCoy, I hope he somehow listens to this. Why do you we'll not have a know. podcast called The Real McCoy? Oh, that would be good. Like, that would be what good. are you doing with your life? <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, maybe we, maybe we should call this segment The Real McCoy. But then I was like, but mm. neither one of us, none of us have the last name McCoy, so that doesn't make sense. It's, I will say, when you say real, it reminds me of... Like literally, when I used to travel and speak, there was uh, uh, youth pastors. They started, they started this little, I, I don't know what, like a limerick type thing or whatever about me, and it was, um, it was basically this. Like it, I'm serious. It was a real thing. It was 
basically it started it started out with like because you know how youth pastors are they're like man hey is this is this speaker guy here that he's pretty good is he real like is he is he the real deal and youth pastors will go joey hill's a real deal hmm. like that and so then it turned into the real deal joey hill and so that kind of became a thing are you sure you didn't make all that up about yourself? I just did. I just made every bit of that up. And I no, I'm serious. That really was the thing. And I, I, I literally was like, I don't, you know, I never said that about myself, but like people said that and I don't know why, because mm-hmm. I mean, so y'all don't, y'all don't like any of those names. Ladies then. and gentlemen, introducing our newest segment, the real deal with <laughs> Joey Hill. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, no, I'm out on that. I love but, it. Why but, not? I don't like it. What is uh? Did y'all, y'all didn't like any of those names? Mm. I know. I know they were dumb. They were. Mm. They were. They were cheesy. Real reactions. Genuine Joey. Candid clergy. <laughs> I like that one a lot. The candid clergy. <laughs> candid clergy. Somebody. I bet there's a podcast called Candid Clergy. I'll bet you anything there is. I bet you there's a podcast where pastors who smoke. And they entitle yeah. They entitle that podcast "Holy Smoke." Yeah, burn Holy offerings. Smoke. Burn offerings. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, you know, there's some Charles Spurgeon boys out there. Do y'all, smoke, y'all don't have a, cigars. Uh, yeah, was it in. at land at sea at home abroad? I smoke my pipe and worship God. <laughs> <laughs> what do, do y'all do? Y'all have any? Y'all don't have any names. I, here's one. Here's one I thought It's like, what do you what do you say when you hear something crazy for the first time? What? <laughs> what do you say? I don't know. Uh, read me something crazy. Well, not yet. It may be in just. <laughs> oh, okay. I, you know what I say when somebody tells me something crazy? What? That's not real. <laughs> you do say that a lot. I do say that. <laughs> you do. That's not a real thing. That's not yeah. Maybe we should call it that. That's not a real thing. That's not a real the, thing. What I wrote down that I would do say sometimes is, say that again. So we could call the segment, say that, say that again. again. You know, anyway, I like short stuff like that. Yeah, I like uh, that. Or do, would you, y'all like, that's not real? Because uh, then it sounds like a contest where I'm trying to guess if, you know, what you're reading is actually true or not. Okay. So do we have a name or we're going to call it, say that again? Do y'all not like that? Say that again. How about we let the the listening audience decide the name? Yeah, I'm all about it. Yeah, let's do that. So, so where would they go to our Instagram or? Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll uh, okay. we'll post on Instagram for this or Facebook, either one. How about I have to that? text my mom? She doesn't have Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll do it on Facebook and we'll do it on Instagram, and you can comment in either place on the post for this episode. We'll we'll, we'll make a post that promotes this particular episode which is episode 11 of sunday gravy and you can comment on either one okay so for the segment whatever it's going to be called rdjd uh, that's not real say that again candid clergy rdjd so i'll read you guys the headlines (laughs) you're making that look you're trying to figure it out i'm saying R D R D J D. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not. <laughs> well, the uh, uh, okay. So this is from August nineteenth, twenty twenty. Okay, so it's this is recent during COVID. And what? Twenty twenty two. Sorry. Oh, this okay. is recent. August nineteenth, twenty twenty two. So is. this is just a few days ago. 
Okay, this is just a few days ago. And the headline reads, Mischievous monkey swipes cell phone, calls 911 at California Animal Sanctuary. That's not a real thing. (laughs) That is not a real thing. Uh, August 19th, sheriff deputies responding to a 911 call from a wildlife sanctuary in California were surprised to discover that the call apparently had been placed by an inquisitive capuchin monkey. All right. (laughs) The San Luis Obispo County Sheriff's Office said in a Facebook post that dispatchers received a 911 call this week that quickly disconnected and attempts to call the number back were not answered. Deputies went to the source of the call, Peso Wildlife Sanctuary Zoo to You, but workers said they were unaware of any emergency calls placed from the facility. Deputies and zoo staff continued to investigate and were eventually able to identify the likely caller as a small capuchin monkey named Root. What? (laughs) The sheriff's office said Root had apparently gotten a hold of one of the zoo workers' cell phone while it was laying in a golf cart and either dialed 911 or inadvertently used the phone's emergency call function. So how does that happen? (laughs) Well, the emergency call thing... Uh, but you have to push. Well, you can push like on mine. You can push the uh, the wake button. Like right. if you like push it multiple times, is it? No, you have to. No, hold if it. you if you try to get into the phone and like the enter passcode thing comes up at the bottom left, emergency pops up, and you uh, hit that, and it starts calling. Because I'm saying there's no way that monkey pushed both buttons on each side of the phone and held it down. Yeah. Have y'all listened to, you know what a capuchin monkey looks like? Uh, what is a capuchin? Capuchin is like the little beady ones with the oh, gray face. They're, they're yeah. like, I know what you're um, we did an episode of Unclever where I talked to, if we had a billion dollars. Yeah. And one of the things that would be my guilty pleasure is I would have a pet capuchin monkey. Okay. And his name would be so, Maurice and he would play the accordion and wear a leather jacket that yeah. had bedazzles on it. <laughs> <laughs> You're always, you're always. <laughs> what do you have that? a little hat? Would he, would he have a little hat? Yeah. Well, leather jacket and play the accordion. Oh, if you yeah. got a billion dollars, you can make that. You can make that. <laughs> Let's be honest. So my question is the guy that lives on Golf Course Hill who had the monkey right next to the golf course. Oh, yeah. What kind of monkey was that? I think it might have been a capuchin. Was it? Mm-hmm. Because I have actually interacted with a capuchin monkey then yeah yeah i've i've they're seen very that. curious yeah they're very very yeah. curious well that was the thing on the article and that's pretty much all that it says is that they're notorious for grabbing things and just immediately start pushing buttons really so yeah well i do know i do of. know that if that was a capuchin monkey he climbed into our golf cart reached down in the cup holder and pulled a golf ball out and took off running yeah. So he where, stole it. Where was this? It, right here at Corner Golf Course. The guy that lived on really? number, was it, what number fairway was that? I should know this. Oh, uh, uh, that's, <laughs> hang on. That's with number. the brick house. Yeah. With the solar panels. Yeah. 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 They have, they have, <laughs> they have, they had a, they don't have it any longer, but they had a capuchin monkey. And um, I shattered, I, I shattered one of that, those solar panels. <laughs> well, you just didn't broadcast it. <laughs> I mean, I, didn't, I, didn't I mean think that's to. hole number seven. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember. I that. think it's whole number. I didn't seven. mean to. Yeah. What do you think that nine one one call sounded like? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, not nine one one. What's your emergency? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. 
I'm shocked that you had that. <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. Uh, so, Sir, please slow down. I can't understand. Were you located? Oh, yeah. I missed it. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> Sir, I can understand you. Where are you located? <laughs> All right. That's enough of that. Oh, my goodness. So th- so that's so, that's not like a fake story that really happened. No, that really happened. That really yeah. happened. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that happening. I don't bring fake but, news. This is not fake news. No, I meant, I didn't mean like fake news is in like, I, I don't know. I meant like. I guess satire or whatever. No, that's real. Okay. That really is happened. that, but I mean, I, I don't want to bring something up that would bog down the entire podcast, but like my reaction to that, or like when you first told me is when I said, that's not a real thing. Like it may, people try to humanize animals so much. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I mean, we literally spent way too much time looking at outfits for our dog one time. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like this is dumb. We're we're not gonna. Mm-hmm. Our dog hates it, you yeah. know. And so anyway, we try to humanize animals, and and so immediately when you said that, my reaction was, sure enough, there's going to be some idiot going, see, we are from humans. I mean, we are from monkeys. Uh, like we are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, all right. Well, I feel like that that was one of the first ones I came across that was, was a real news headline that sounded kind of silly. So yeah, um, I'll 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 do better next time. I'll try harder. Okay, because it's kind of hard to react to that other than. Other than what? That, what I just said. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I was playing true or false. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So should that be what it is? Should I just find bogus ones and y'all say true or false? No. Uh, nah. No. I mean, I, yeah, give us a chance to react to it. Okay. Yeah. Well, so if you have any input on what the name of the segment should be. <laughs> Then please comment on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Just people, say, people are going to say, "Do not do the segment." <laughs> yeah, just say say segment name, segment name. Or if you have a suggestion on something else you'd like to hear us talk about on Sunday Gravy, by all means. So let's get on to Sunday. Uh, yesterday, August twenty first, we're continuing on with our uh, series complete uh, as we take apart the ac- uh, acronym for the word hope and. Uh, <laughs> Look, I'm not taking a shot. I'm just introducing. No, you are. I'm you, you won't let it go. I'm introducing the idea. And so yesterday we did P. I <laughs> and somehow we're in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're we're the so we did. I love P it. is the word promise. What was the first thing you thought of when he said promise? No. I made a promise, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> oh. And I intend to keep Are we it. doing this again? Are we doing this again? You know what I thought of? I thought of Stranger Things. I thought of Eleven. Promise. She would always say that. On, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, that, oh, I, yeah. Anyway, I kept thinking of Stranger Things. <laughs> um, but uh, you started with the statement, Jesus is the promise of all fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And then the first point was the faithfulness and patience of God's people. Mm-hmm. Fill me in. Fill in the gaps how we got to there. Oh, I'm, my goodness, man. <laughs> what, did you want me to recite the sermon? I was just like, I'm no, kind uh-uh. of. Okay. No, I was no you're good. Okay. You're good. No, I mean, we we were in Hebrews 6. Yes. And Hebrews 6, uh, I share, is kind of like a little bit of a turn with the author. The author's 
he just got through verses one through eight being pretty brutal. Yeah, and you and said I did. I was waiting for this. I knew it was going to come up. You said I knew it was going to happen. Don't read verses one through eight. I did. I said by that. yourself. By yourself. <laughs> that that reminds me. My wife's granddad always says, "I don't like to eat unless I'm by myself or with somebody." <laughs> yeah. Which is a solid line. That is, is solid. a solid line. But you said don't read by yourself, and I was like. Isn't that what Martin Luther got mad about at the Reformation? <laughs> Saying that people couldn't read the Bible for themselves. <laughs> that one struck me odd. Was it, are you saying that was very Catholic of me? To uh, yes, say? yes. Okay. It struck me. It struck me odd. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. So, Because, uh, yeah, you said that pretty early on as you, as you were going into verses 9 through 12. Sure, sure. In the first point. There. Sure. Well, and, and, and basically the... The whole, well, we didn't go through verses one through eight. The whole, the whole premise of the message was to answer the question: Has God overpromised and underdelivered? Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was a fair question. I wrote it down. Yeah, has God overpromised and underdelivered? And and that kind of goes with the whole premise of the entire book of Hebrews, where you've got these people who are wanting to fall away from the faith. They want to quit, throw in the towel, and all that. And so, so basically, Hebrews 6, the, the first part of it, the reason it's rough is because he's like saying, if you do, then here's the deal, mm-hmm. you know, if right. you do. But then in verse 9, he takes a turn and he begins to say, but I don't believe that about y'all. I don't right. believe that you're going to walk away from the faith or walk away from Christ because I believe you are. I've seen your work. I've seen your fruit. I know you're real. And so he's like, so I'm not worried about those things. I, I believe better things are for y'all. And then he begins to just kind of lock in on, you know, encouraging them, telling them that God will not forget their work and that uh, that basically he he will continue to help them and all that stuff. And yeah. then those the nine through six, basically just echoing that idea of don't quit. Yeah, don't quit. They uh, don't quit. Hang in there. Hold on. Um, but I, but I, I pointed out that even those things are from, um, he makes a point that those things are actually elements that come with salvation, mm-hmm. you know, that ability to hang in there and not quit because what you have is real. And, um, and so, so then, then that kind of led us to verses 11 through 12, where he talks about faith and patience, mm-hmm. like that being a part of the, uh, reality here that, you know, you're going to have these things active in your walk with Christ, that faith in God, faith in his word, faith that he can do these things. But then at the same time, patience to wait on God, to trust in his promises and realize that God really is an on-time God. Mm. And yeah, yeah, he's an on-time God. Yes, he is. Cutting this off. Well, when we got... <laughs> Somehow, uh, the question that I wrote, uh, I thought this was a good one, uh, question, what does a Christian hope for? Yeah. And the answer is, whatever Christians hope for is exactly what they pray for, essentially. Yeah, how'd that hit y'all when I said that? Uh, I mean, I think it's true. (laughs) 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 And then you you did this this list, and I think you said, you Mm -hmm. know, most things are related to one of these things in some way. categories. Yeah. Or you said, I thought it was eight. There's nine. What? One, two. One, two I wrote them all down. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine? 
What? Vic- I've got victory, joy, joy peace, peace, protection, protection strength, provision, provision, wisdom. wisdom, favor, and love. That's nine. That's nine. Okay, I just can't count. <laughs> so is that you think that's that? Those are the nine things that people generally pray for, pray for. Most things are related to one of those. things. I think anything you pray for can fit into one of those categories. You think so? Yeah. I think I thought of one that doesn't fit into okay. one of those categories that people pray for all the time. What is that? Harvest. Harvest. I mean, no, you can argue provision, that, that man. not really. Yeah, it is. No, it depends on what kind of harvest you're talking about. What do you mean? Like the, the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. Yeah. Like that? depends on what kind of harvest you're talking, talking about. about. Harvesting souls. Yeah. Like I think like yeah, I think it, dude, <laughs> how was that? Not victory, man. That is victory okay. over sin and death. Well, Easy. Anyway, I think I, you, yeah, I, I think you could, I think you could probably, I think you could square peg it into one of those. I've had a bunch of people. <laughs> I've had a bunch of people ask. <laughs> you're so stupid. Square pegging around hole. What's what? I'm not. I've had a lot of people ask for that list. I've had to text this a lot. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Uh, <laughs> I, oh, I did know how to count. Because right underneath that, I said all nine of those are promises. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> He's done. Turn. I'm going to have to cut his mic off. Cut his mic off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second point, though, was the oath from God himself. Uh, that's uh, from verses 16 through 18. Yeah. So you got off into this talking about the pinky swear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got, I got another beef. So you... <laughs> I've, okay. You want to know something funny? Like that's something that me and my wife do. We pinky swear a lot. Like, like that means like. Is that how you settle do y'all have dispute? a code? Do y'all have a code word with your wife that's like, <laughs> you're not lying? Like you can't lie right now, <laughs> like, or you can't even be slightly deceitful. Like do y'all have that? No, because I'm never deceitful. <laughs> oh, I got Such you. A lie. I got you. Ah, no, that solves a I lot. I don't have that, but I y'all don't have see. that. Like in other words, it yeah. means don't even be slightly misleading me right here. Yeah. Like my aunt and uncle, theirs is funny. They always look at each other. It's like if they say something, and then it's like because we joke with each other so much, right? And y'all know this. Like I joke, mm-hmm. and I'm. I'm sarcastic, and sometimes I'll say stuff that's it's not. hard to tell when you're serious or when you're joking. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so we have, like, my aunt and uncle. Theirs is always because they're both they both have that personality, and they'll look at each other and go Sunday school Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> but mine, mine and Cass's is you pinky swear. <laughs> so, okay. So I guess what I'm saying is, as an avid user of the pinky swear, oh, the pinky swear. <laughs> When you said that, it didn't yeah. sit well with me. Sure. But then I looked it up and yeah. I found out you were right. I am. Right. Wait, wait, we were both right though. Okay. So that the where does it come? You said where it came from? Japan. Yeah, but the origins behind it. You be curious. Yeah. Okay. You be curious. I got another beef. So <laughs> you. Go- <laughs> We called you out, this and you, so you, far a triple beef layer. <laughs> See, here's what y'all are learning: you're 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 messing with a guy who has the microphone on Sunday morning. Yeah, I know. I'm going to bring it back. You up. said and it. Just remember who's throwing the beef. <laughs> you said you said it. You said it in the service. You told everybody we messed with you about Katashuo. 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 Yeah, the Japanese man speak from diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, focus, niece, focus. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, you you messed with uh, you you said that in the service, but then when you actually went to say the Japanese word that you just said, it didn't sound Japanese. You got so Japanese. 
<laughs> you you went so Japanese that it sound it didn't even sound like katajua. It sound it sounded like a Japanese grumble. It was just like It wasn't even it was not intelligible at all. I felt like all of a sudden I was walking I was watching Japanese anime and that was the monster at the end that nobody knows what they're saying. It's like That's what it sounded like. That's what your word sounded like. And I was like, So that's Pinky's word? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, but try to say that word. What's the word? Yubikiri. 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 Yes. Yeah, say it. Yubikiri. Yubikiri. <laughs> no, we don't have to say it like say you it just, in Japanese. We can just say Yubikiri. Yubikiri. It, it okay. kind of sounds like a like a like a youth slang for you be yeah. you're being curious. Yubikiri. Yubikiri. <laughs> <laughs> Yubikiri. Uh, the, That's so good. Yeah. So, oh but, my god. But pinky swear. So the mm-hmm. the. It originated from you talked about the whole like the part that I had beef with you did the whole thing about swallowing a thousand a thousand needles, needles yeah. yeah, and so that was accurate, yeah, but that was that was as a result of breaking the pinky promise, but it's not the initial result, okay, because it's actually called the pinky promises pinky cutoff, like in other words, the point of the pinky promise is if uh-huh. I break this, then I have to have my pinky finger cut okay. off, but the added Thing is, it's not only are you gonna have your pinky finger cut off, but you got to swallow a thousand needles. So we were both right. Okay. So right. I had I had some beef, but you were right. So and okay. I and I didn't know that it originated in Japan, but how I've always understood it is if you break this, and this is what me and Castle uh-huh. like when we you pinky, pinky swear, swear, pinky swear. Now you realize what this means? Mm. Like you will it's be serious. You will be without a pinky finger. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not as bad as being without a thumb, but but we need to <laughs> tell folks who were not there Sunday. Wow, we're talking about pinky swearing. Sorry. Was that was that your second point? Pinky swear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's coming from verse sixteen where it says people swear by someone greater than themselves and the oath confirms what is said and puts an end to all arguments. Ah yeah. Mm. That's it. Because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of what was promised, he confirmed it with an oath. Yeah. A pinky swear. So I get <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> tomato, yeah. tomato, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I, yeah, that was my notes. My notes was don't read Hebrews six one through eight. Pinky swear, <laughs> and then temp, something about the temple of doom is number three. The temple of doom. <laughs> I'm kidding. I got more thorough notes than that. Right. You got uh. Oh, there was a part. So you, when you start talking about oath, yeah, and you were talking about what it means to have an oath and something that's binding, something mm-hmm. that appeals to the highest highest authority. I thought that was really good. Mm-hmm. A great illustration that you that you left out was unpacking, like when somebody takes the stand in court, hand on the Bible. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you God. They saw that swearing an oath. Swearing in? Yeah. It's short for swearing an oath. Yeah. And they put their hand on the Bible. Are did you, you go, not Are, are you going to say that or me? Are you going to say it? He go did, ahead. He did not say that in the first service. Did not. Go oh, ahead. yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yeah. I promise because I, I was listening for it. And you, you I said, said it, bro. 
No. I said You it, didn't. Bro. You didn't say. I said, here's what I said. I said, did you know at one time in this country, the Bible was considered to be the highest authority in the land? Right. And the highest courts in the land required you before you took the witness stand to place your hand on the Bible and swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help you God. You were basically swearing an oath in court. You didn't say it in the first service. I did say I promise. It. Left it out. Mm-hmm. I heard and it. You jumped down. I did hear that. We're going to need first service people to come to my aid. Yeah. You said a lot of stuff like that, okay. but you didn't say that. Okay. Well, ask but Cass. you were sitting in the first service yes. listening yeah. the whole time. Yes. Ask Cass. She was in there. Out. Ask Cass. <laughs> Well, she, was, she was in there. I know. Tell her to pinky swear. I'll make her pinky swear and say that she's <laughs> Anyway, well, okay, we'll need right. then 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 good. <laughs> you you yeah. said what you said what I was thinking. Absolutely. You, you made the point that I was thinking you should have made there. Mm. I just missed it. So what did y'all think about the point about well, when God makes an oath, he has to swear on himself because there is no higher authority than himself. Yeah. Yeah. And he oh, you know what? Another thing I thought that I so that I, I didn't write this in my notes. Um but when you were talking about the promise, and this kind of goes to the oath too, and and the higher authority, is you made a point in there somewhere about the uh, the promise for the flood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. What did you say about that? I said basically that a promise kept, or a promise in general, has great influence, and a promise kept will influence things for good, but a promise unkept can influence them for bad. And I said a perfect example of that would be Genesis nine, right, where he. He does the um, promise of the, you know, I'll never destroy the earth again with water. And he uses the rainbow as right. the symbol. And uh, and that that has been kept. He has kept that promise. Mm-hmm. But that also, we all, um, one interesting, about, in, interesting thing about that scripture is that he also said there that the rainbow was also to remind himself. Right. Well, and mm-hmm. that was the thing. I, so I remembered. Uh, so we should remind God of his promises. I mean. And I think that's part of standing on the promises of God, resting in his promises, is reminding God of his promises while we patiently wait yeah. on his response. So I, I did a sermon once where I talked about that particular passage where uh, it was real, um, like it was specifically about the cross. Um, but we, I referenced back to that scripture because in that, that promise where and the script, the, the verse actually says, and so I set my bow in the sky. Yeah. And of course we know it to be the rainbow, but right. when he says, I set my bow in the sky, the word that he used or the word that's used for bow is it doesn't necessarily translate to rainbow because we didn't know what a rainbow was. It, right. The, the bow is just the shape, but the word translates to like a warrior's bow, yeah, an archer's bow. And so the symbolism there with the way that the bow is shaped is though it's it's actually pointing if that was a warrior's bow then it would be pointing up so in other words it was symbolically saying if i break this promise and this ties into what you're talking about with covenants and mm-hmm. stuff at the end too if i break this promise may my own wrath be carried out on me yes huh yeah i thought that was good that's good mm-hmm. yeah because and th- and that's that was kind of really ultimately the point too here was that because I think I said this, and you'll have to tell me if I didn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. Matt's the only one that listened. Y'all got me totally, yeah. totally doubting myself now. <laughs> but, uh, but I said, I said, look, if God swearing an oath on Himself, right, is not enough for you, mm-hmm. I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. Like God is saying, if I break this promise to you, 
my wrath to be on me. Yeah, you yeah. like he involved himself. In you this. mentioned that right after you talked about the the, the, the bull. Yeah, the thing. Bull and well, the and that takes yeah. me back to my beef with the pinky swear. Okay, because I think the cutting your pinky cut off is much more symbolic of the covenant. Okay, than swallowing a thousand needles. <laughs> Just nah, but either anyway, way, it's bloody. Yeah, either way it's bloody. that was good. Yeah, that was all. That was good. I I like that part. Cool, cool. Uh, well, oh, I do have to ask you, what y'all think about Spurgeon on that? Charles Spurgeon's quote. You remember that? I remember the quote. I rem- um, I remember it, and it, I remember it thinking about it like that was a good one. But it was like I was I was having trouble following it in the moment because it was a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Do you, do you have it? Yeah, I got it. Can I can read, read it to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it basically Spurgeon's comment on God taking an oath like this okay. uh, to keep his promise. <clears throat> he said, the absolute reliability of God's promise should impress us. Now, brethren, who among us dare doubt this? Where is the hardy sinner who dares come forward and say, I impugn the oath of God? Oh, but let us blush the deepest scarlet, and scarlet is but white compared with the blush which ought to mantle the cheek of every child of God, to think that even God's own children should, in effect, accuse their heavenly Father of perjury. Oh, shame on us. Yeah, that's good. He's just, Man, he's so just good. way smarter than I am. Oh, yeah. way smarter. <laughs> which is why we quote him instead of just saying. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the third uh, point, though, was the temple from within us. That's why I said the temple doom. I was being, mm-hmm. I was joking. Uh, verse verses 19 and 20. Mm. Um, yeah. So catch me up there. Well, he says in verse 19, we have this hope that as an anchor for our soul, firm and secure, it enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain um, where our forerunner Jesus has entered on our behalf. He has become a high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. And so basically... I say Melchizedek. Melchizedek. I say, I say Melchizedek. But it's C-H. I know, but I think it's, it's K. Yeah, I think it's pronounced it's K. The, is it? Yeah. I think it is. I could be wrong. All right. I could be wrong. I don't put a lot of thought into that. But uh, that's where I was saying that, you know, we've got, if we really want to see true change or if we really want to, like, take stock of who we are in Christ and where we stand with God. We really have to not look without. We really have to look within. And that's kind of, that's where our hope is. Mm -hmm. Our hope is not outside of us. It's within us because that inner sanctuary, that temple is now here. You know, it's not the temple um, that was physically attended by Jews, you know, for thousands of years. It's now moved locations. It is inside of us. And we know that from First Corinthians and other scriptures that the temple is within. And so basically what that means is, is when we look within, we got to start looking at a lot of primal things that are in us, that are in our DNA. And mm-hmm. I said, all humans have a primal fear that in this life we will not have enough. Yeah. Like we will not have enough food, enough water, enough shelter, whatever, which is why we hoard. Which is why, when, you know, we're like during the pandemic, it's like all of a sudden there was this fear. Uh, everybody's primal fear came out. We're not going to have toilet paper. Yeah, I'm going to have to use corn cobs, you know, whatever. Can't wipe. Yeah. And so, like, what, and I don't know. I The companion book for this thing talks about the pastor. And I saw it. Did y'all see the pastor that was, uh, I think he was on TikTok, but he was talking during the pandemic, talking about, 
how we shouldn't worry. God's got this. You shouldn't freak out about toilet paper or anything like that. Well, he was not paying attention to what was in the background. And in the background, he had stacks of toilet paper, (laughs) (laughs) cases of it. And everybody was so making fun. But it just shows you it's a primal fear Mm. that we have. Uh, And it's like um, there's also another story where he's talking about two guys trapped in a – in a boat and all they had was one candy, uh, not a candy bar, but like a, a granola bar. Mm-hmm. And they had figured out how many days it was going to take for them to get to land. Right. And so they said, we can survive. And so they figured out and they said, okay, each day I'm going to eat this much and you're going to eat this much and we'll survive. And that night the one of the guys primal fear just overtook him and he ate, he ate the whole bar. Yeah. And, and the other guy let him. Because he was just yeah. fattening him up so he could <laughs> strangle him. No. <laughs> but it just goes to show you that there is that fear is always there. Will I be provided for? Will I have enough? And is there an abundance for me? And that's where I made that shift to talking about, you know, this connection with our mothers. Yeah, you went into a Mother's Day sermon there. That's <laughs> a Mother's Day sermon. Like, Mother love. I was like, well, but that was a I did want to get y'all's thoughts on that. The attachment to mom. And comparing that to salvation, your attachment to God, nursing, getting all your nourishment from your mom, but then now saying, okay, I'm a new creature in Christ. I have a new father. I have a new mother. I have a new, I am now attached to something different. (laughs) I'm trying. I got you. I don't remember nursing real well. (laughs) Uh, Well, honestly, there were plenty of scripture I left out. Yeah. That there were references to God as mom, but I couldn't because it talked about nursing breasts and all this kind of stuff. And so yeah. it was like, it was pretty X-rated. Um, well, but, yeah. but I mean, I, I think ultimately, you know, whatever, whatever you believe about that, I think we do have to come to the terms that if we're not going to God as the source of our supply. Mm-hmm. Then, and we're still running to our moms. We're still running to our families. We're still running to things of this world to help us make it through. I think. I think we're. I think we're going to be entirely disappointed, yeah. and extremely disappointed, and left kind of holding the bag when it's all said and done. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. It it did catch me off guard because I was like, he's doing his Mother's Day sermon. It would have made a good Mother's Day. He sermon. don't realize it's a lot long way from now. <laughs> yeah no, i'm teasing it did you did catch me off guard i was like well where's he going yeah uh, but it's dealing but you're most definitely dealing with those primal fears i was yeah i was just about to say i and maybe even past fear like in 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 the sense of like i'm afraid i'm not gonna have toilet paper so let me go you know buy mm-hmm. a bunch of toilet paper or whatever um it's it's really that that battle with the flesh Absolutely. Kind of thing. Yeah. And like, and, and trying to, I know, you know, working with teenagers, like everybody wants to be an influencer because all oh, their life is perfect yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And actually, I actually saw this really cool video that I'm considering talking or, or showing, um, on TikTok this, this past weekend, this, this girl, this teenage girl, like her, she had this boyfriend and, um, uh, anyways, like he had basically done her wrong and broke up with her after their date on that Saturday night. And she was making a video basically saying like, you know what my flesh wants to do right now is call my friend and go out drinking. But she was like, but I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hold out and I'm going to church tomorrow. Mm. And like, just, and, and she was just like, 
here's what I want to do, yeah. but here's what I know I need to do. And like, yeah. and just that powerful moment of just her saying like, yeah, like I acknowledge what my primal instinct wants to do. Exactly. Exactly. I, I think it, I think at certain, certain points in life, you, it gets down to where you're trying, you have to make a decision. Do you want to get bitter? Yeah. Or do you want to get better? Mm. And, 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 and that's really what, like we've said this whole series, Hebrews is a book of better things. Do yeah. you want better or do you, or do you just want to keep putting your hope in things that are going to keep getting dashed on the rocks here? Yeah. Like how many times does this world have to fail you before you realize God has even taken an oath upon himself mm. that he will not forget you, that these promises are real and he will not break it. And he, and he uses Abraham as a, as an example. I will not break this promise. Yeah. And so, yeah. so, uh, and then that just, and then we brought it all the way back to has God, has God over promised and under delivered. And, and the reality is, is I don't think you can say based on God's character that he has ever over promised. I don't think God is ever going to say something to you that he doesn't do yeah. or that he hasn't already done. And so I think there's no way that God can over promise, but I think a lot of people do struggle with that under, under delivered thing like i i don't it's, i don't it's not that i hate religion or or whatever and i know people walk away from the faith because they get tired of religion but i'm telling you how many times are we going to have to watch great men of faith people that we probably even quoted in our sermons or even sang their songs that they mm-hmm. wrote how many times we're we gonna have to watch these guys walk away from the faith you know it's like it's like and when you listen to why it's like I've given God everything and I've got nothing in return. You you hear that story over and over again. Yeah. You know, it's scary. Yeah. It's scary. So I'm just listening and learning. Listening and learning. Listening and learning. Uh, tell us about worship yesterday. Mm. It was good. We uh we introduced a new song called Let's Have Church. And uh, Let's How does it have go? Church. Um, I didn't get to hear it at all. So, so it is like really fun and upbeat and energetic and it's kind of like the hey like this is kind of like the one we did the week before like this is the day the Lord has made let's rejoice like mm-hmm. let's let joy fill the room kind of thing and be glad that we get to gather to get so anyways um <laughs> so would you say it was kind of your invitation to the church to kind of break yeah. out a little bit yes and 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 kind of shake them a little bit and be like hey like let's remember what we're doing here. Like let's have church. Like let's, let's, um, my mind just went blank, but like, let's joyfully proclaim together of all the things that God is doing. God has done. Like we're saved by his mercy. We sang about that too. And, um, and just kind of like move around a little bit. And I'll be honest, our first, our first service people, Peeps, I, I kind of saw a little bit of like a, yeah, like, oh, oh they were kind of moving. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Really? So, yeah. Mm. They are all white, most of them. A lot, a lot of white. <laughs> a lot of white. <laughs> a lot of white. There's a lot of white in yeah. the church. Um, yeah. But they were moving around. A, a little bit, yeah. It, w- it was that Southern Baptist line. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of like they, this. One. They're like the church equivalent of Hitch, and we'll keep it right here. I'm gonna yeah, keep it, yeah, keep yeah, it yeah, in yeah, time. Yeah. Keep it in time. Yeah. But <laughs> lyrically, it's just kind of like that call to worship kind of thing. Yeah. It's uh, I was glad when they said to me, "Let us go to the house of the Lord um, and sing." And uh, and then it's kind of just like, "Let's have church. Let's join the yeah. heavenly sound. Let's lift our praises." So it's a lot. I of think fun. you should do it again. And give them another chance. I think we're going to. I do. We, we can't just, yeah. 
We'll, we'll do it again for sure. Do you need me to play tambourine? Kazoo? Something something odd. Maracas. And then our second song I, I'm was... Not, I'm not opposed to Terry Pines coming out with a little tambourine. <laughs> say Terry Pines. I, wanna do, I do want to play something odd one Sunday. I will, I will say... <laughs> the triangle. I, I guess this is my moment to talk about this. Um, there are... There there have been several times in worship where I have felt tied down because I'm also having to play acoustic mm. and I'm I don't have like a wireless mic that I can walk around with. Yesterday was one of those times where like during that song I'm like, man, like I want to kind of move around a bit, but I can't. Like I kind of mm. got to stay right here so yeah. I can sing. Yeah, you remember so, I used to do that song. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. I do remember. That. I do. Oh yeah, just right. You you start playing with us. I would do that song. So. So it are you saying me, we need another guitar player so no, you can move you, around? It or? makes you feel yeah. awkward sometimes to like if when you're in that position. Like I would put myself in that position because we had a lot of other guitar players. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I want to let them play, like because they can play, and most right. of them are better guitar players than me. So yeah. like, let's let them play. But then, it, but then sometimes you get in, you know, you're like, what do I do with my hands? Kind of thing. Yeah. So, oh yeah. I mean, other than hold the microphone, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> Double uh, clutch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you feel like Axl Rose, like you yeah. got two hands on the microphone. Well, and I'll say too, um, I'll say too, uh, this, and you kind of felt it when you walked in and we were practicing it yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. Musically, that song hits. I'm, it hits, and I'm going to say this, Shannon Kelly, our drummer, probably, how, how how often do you see excited emotion out of Shannon? Yeah. Not really. Like, And he's not going to have a lot of movement whatsoever. Right. To be a drummer, that's kind of shocking because mm-hmm. he's very reserved and he's just not going to. But I'm telling you, I looked up there, and that song was forcing him out of his comfort yes, zone. Yes, it was. He was having to... He was having to really swing for them cymbals, man. And I was like, look at Shannon no, I go. I didn't get to hear it. Dude, it's, it, was I'm t- if, if, it was good. If you're listening to this, we're going to do it again Sunday. I'm deciding right here and now we're going to do it again this Sunday. Go listen to it. It's, Two weeks it's back called, to back. It's called, well, that is part of the formula of how you introduce new worship songs, mm. by the way. Anyways, um, but... Uh, Let's I'm just messing. <laughs> That's how you do it in case well, you don't you, know. <laughs> well, science, before I get too far off, let's have wor- let's have church by Thrive Worship. Let's go. Go listen to it. Kind of learn. Kind of learning a little bit. That way you can um, you can have fun while you sing it with now, us. Now, last so. week when I when I mentioned Thrive Worship, did that put you on that? Actually, no. Okay, not at all. Good. Um, That's good. <laughs> And I'll I'll be honest. Uh, when I first ha- heard the song, I was like, "This is awesome," mm. but I don't know that we would ever be able to do this at our church. And then I was like, "And that's why we should do it." Mm. Risky. I don't listen to it. Now. Risky. Yeah, it's just like I don't what know. Else did you know here's the deal: if you're not in a good mood and you want to come to church and just sit there and get your little then that song's not get for your you. little sermon and go home and eat lunch yeah. and watch TV. That was not your song. Yeah. But if you, it, but it, honestly, if it's been a bad week and you needed to come worship and cut it loose, mm. that's your song. Yeah. That's Good your down. song. Let's have church. Well, if, I feel like y'all are both being aggressive about it. <laughs> <laughs> you, ain't got a rough, you ain't got a rough talk. It's like that. <laughs> you be curious. You be curious. It really, it's a really good song. It's. It is, and it's a good call to worship song as well. So, well, didn't y'all sing something else? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Let's talk about it. Uh, and then we did. Way, we brought out Waymaker. We haven't done Waymaker in a while. We brought out Waymaker, and then um, Mercy, a song that it's been it's been a little bit since we sang Mercy, but um, man, that that part that gets me in that song lyrically is that was the cross meant for me that my savior carried. Now I've been redeemed by the mercies of God and was the grave meant for me where my sin lay buried. Now I stand mm. Mm. redeemed by the mercies of God. It's just so good. And then That's we, good. we tagged on um, nothing but the blood at the end of it. And mm. man, y'all were singing. Mm. I could hear it. It was good. <clears throat> and so, yeah. That was, was good. That was at the very end. No, no, well, nope, and then nope. the the song after the message was "Build My Life." Oh, okay. That I'll build. Uh, I will build my life upon your love. It is a firm foundation. So, man, isn't it crazy that I can't remember that? Like, yeah. When I'll talk to people in the church, they'll be like, "Hey, remember we sang it like a few weeks ago, and it was like the third song or yeah. the second song or yeah. whatever." And they'll know not only that what week that you sang it, but like mm-hmm. when you sang it in yeah, the service. That's it. And I'm like, they sang this, 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 and this, but I don't remember when they sang them. And, that's weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think it's COVID brain. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Yeah. No. No. Oh, good. I just want to know if we buy you a capucci monkey, are you actually really <laughs> okay? First off, it's not a cap. <laughs> is it a capucci? <laughs> no, it's not a capucci monkey. <laughs> is it a capucci? Is it a cappuccino? No, it is capuchin. Capuchin. <laughs> actually, capucci. I joke about that. I like capucci. It's capuchin, though. <laughs> okay, you can't it just matter. Make, I can. I no, can you say can't it make up a species like capuchin. <laughs> <laughs> the I'll, okay, so I joke about it, but I would not. Would you not like a capuchin monkey? I joke about like if I had a billion dollars, yeah. Because if I if necessary, I go out and just hire somebody to take care of it, yeah. right? Yeah. But like right now, I wouldn't want a capuchin monkey because I mean they. That, you know, they get into stuff. They call nine one one. They <laughs> they throw they their do. feces at you. Like no, they don't. Yes, they do. You got. I mean, I'm I'm past the diaper changing stage. Okay, right. All right. So like, my youngest is eleven now. I don't have to change diapers anymore. I, don't I mean, go I, back. I, I don't. I've seen a thousand monkeys. I've been to the zoo a thousand times. I've never seen them fling poo because they're in there you've not ever seen that uh-uh. oh i've had it flung at me what <laughs> yeah that's messed See, up. i mean y'all hear it but i've never seen it uh, so i don't believe it so, well i'm telling you it happened like, okay. you don't believe me i believe you, sure. it, I, seriously i've had believe you. poo in their hands and throw it at my face mm. <laughs> and i'm quick yeah anyway that's yeah it's gross but it's yeah. i've seen it mm. all right you'd be famous if you had a capucci monkey <laughs> Capuchin. Capuchin. All right. Well, next time I guess. If y'all y'all don't have anything else, you're good. Bye. Uh, <laughs> hey, no, seriously, we need to get a name for this for that segment. Yeah. Tell us a name on the segment. Go to uh, Facebook or Instagram, either one, comment and just say segment name and then you don't have to say anything else. Okay. Just tell us that. And uh this week <laughs> this week, six thirty Wednesday night. Every, yeah. Everything's everything, back on. Everything's meeting, six thirty Wednesday night, and then Next Sunday night or next Sunday, um, is it is it next? No, not next Sunday. The Sunday after next is Labor Labor Day weekend when we're going to be highlighting our missions team that went to Uganda. Yeah, and there'll be one service that day. It's going to be awesome. But uh, yeah, man, church on Sunday nights. Don't forget about that. That's so, awesome. All right, that's awesome. That's it. That's all we got. All right. Sandy Grevy.